Hi, I'm Keith Bruni, Interim CEO for the Division of Aviation, City of Philadelphia, and you're listening to Taking Off with PHL. As we head into the busy holiday travel season, in addition to packing your bags, be sure to pack your patients. Holiday travel at the airport this year will feel busy because it will be. In many ways, it's going to feel like pre-pandemic travel levels. And joining me today to give us a little preview of what to expect is Kate Sullivan. She's our Deputy Director for Strategic Partnerships here at PHL. Thanks for joining us, Kate. Thanks for having me, Keith. I'm, I'm excited to share with our passengers a little bit of what they can look forward to at PHL this holiday. Great. So, Kate, overall travel is still not at the pre-pandemic levels, but it's getting pretty close. And the demand is certainly there. We can see that. Can you tell us a little about what we're seeing? Yeah, well, Keith, I think you nailed it. We're continuing to grow back. In 2022 so far, we've seen about 35% more passengers than we saw in 2021. Of course, part of that is that, you know, early 2021 was still quite slow uh, during the pandemic. So when we look at some of the more recent months, like August of 2022, we're, we're really closer to being up 10% over where we were in 2021. Domestic leisure travel rebounded pretty early, as did some of the short-haul international travel to places like Cancun, to places like the Caribbean, and trips, obviously, that people were making to visit their friends and visit their relatives. But we've actually seen two other types of travel really start to rebound in the second half of 2022. You may have taken a couple of these trips yourself, Keith. So first, we saw our transatlantic flights really come back starting in the spring of 2022. This past summer, we had 15 daily departures to 12 different destinations in Europe and the Middle East, and that was across five different carriers. So many of those flights were exceptionally full this summer, and we still have a core portfolio flying into the winter. But the other thing that we're really starting to see coming out of the summer, in, in, in September in particular, is the return of business travel, and in particular, travel from small businesses. So for a couple of weeks in September, we actually saw that more than 40% of the people who were flying with us were saying that they were flying for business reasons. So domestic is back, leisure is back, business and transatlantic are, are really coming back at this point. And so one of the limiting factors really, and this will be a limiting factor for the holidays as well, is that airlines have tried to right size their operations to make sure that they can have successful flights and journeys for all of their passengers. So there's a little bit more of a conservative capacity than there would be otherwise. There actually is probably more demand out there than we actually have seats for right now. And what that means is that flights are as full as ever. That's very interesting, Kate, and good to hear that traffic is coming back in all of our segments, not just in leisure travel, but also in the, in the business and the quasi-business travel. So Kate, as we start looking forward to the holiday season, there are a number of holidays kind of wrapped up you know, in about a four-week period. Can you tell us what are the peak holiday travel days and what should passengers expect? The holidays, just to start with what passengers should expect, are going to be busy. We don't have our forecast finalized quite yet, but we're expecting both thanks the Thanksgiving period, and I'll talk a little bit more about what that encompasses, and the Christmas period to be up about 5% from where we were in 2021. That'll be a little bit less than 20% down from 2019. The same thing that we talked about before, one of the limiting factors is that people really do want to travel this holiday. They want to visit their friends, their family, they want to take leisure trips, but capacity is still down because uh, the, the airlines are being a little conservative about their flight operations. So Thanksgiving is still going to be a peak for us. The thing that we don't totally know now is you've seen a number of airlines come out recently and they've said every weekend is a long weekend now. There's a segment of workers who have a lot more flexibility in their schedule. 
they can maybe leave a day earlier and come back a day later. But don't count on that during Thanksgiving week. It's not going to change the fact that if you are planning on flying the Tuesday or the Wednesday before Thanksgiving and the Saturday or the Sunday after Thanksgiving, airports are going to feel busy and, and your flights are going to be quite full. For Christmas, you know, the same thing is a slightly extended holiday period. And Christmas this year falls on a Sunday. So we're anticipating about a 10-day period around Christmas that we would call that busy Christmas period, leading from the middle of the week before Christmas to the end of the week after. With our business travelers or with our travelers now extending by being able to work from home, that that's really extending the travel experience. So fascinating stuff. There will be a lot of travelers through the holiday. And as you pointed out, in particular, Thanksgiving, because that's always so compressed. Besides allowing for extra time, how should people think about getting to the airport? That's a really important question and something that a lot of passengers don't think about ahead of their trip. But planning ahead to make sure that you get your journey off on the right foot is critically important. PHL is unique in that we have a lot of very easy ways to arrive at our airport, whether you're coming from downtown Philly or central Jersey or Delaware. So we have, we have two types of on-site parking for our drivers. We have off-site parking lots with shuttles. We have our SEPTA commuter train service that comes directly into the terminals. And we have easy ride share and other transportation options where you can get dropped off directly at the curb outside of ticketing. For us in particular, we have two types of parking on-site at the airport. We have garage parking, where you can park just steps away from the terminal in a covered facility. But we also have economy parking where you can park outdoors and hop on a shuttle over to the main terminal. And, you know, this was true before the pandemic. It's true today. In the busy periods, like the couple of days before Thanksgiving, like the couple of days before Christmas, your preferred parking option might not be available, or at the very least, you shouldn't count on it being available. You may have to park over in our economy lot, if you would, even though you'd prefer to be in Terminal B. One of the things that you can do is our off-site parking operators do take reservations in advance. So if you're flying close to Thanksgiving, you may decide that you want to pre-book your parking space there. The closer you are traveling to Thanksgiving, the more important it is to check the website before, or check social media before you come to the airport and make sure that, that you have a way to get to the airport that is going to get you into your flight on time. Planning every segment of your trip is uh, so very important, but you hit on something there, making sure that you're able to get here on time. How much time should people give themselves to get here? We recommend arriving two and a half hours before your flight. The worst case is if, if something happens that you're not anticipating, I actually had a transmission problem on the way to the airport once a few years ago and, and nothing anybody could have done about it. But because I planned for such a long time at the airport, I was able to successfully make my flight. So worst case, you're prepared for the unexpected, whatever that might be. But more likely, you'll have plenty of time to enjoy all of the things that are new and fun at Philadelphia International Airport. Well, we do certainly work very hard to make sure that we have a pleasant, pleasing environment for all of our travelers through here. For those who may not have traveled much since post-pandemic. Can you give us some highlights about some of the foods and shops and other options that may be available? Yeah. So first, the thing that I would say is our entire food and shops program is open. So that's more than 140 food and beverage locations, stores, and mobile units across seven terminals. So there are ways, there's sit-down restaurants, there's quick service restaurants, there's shops, there's places where you can buy travel essentials. The only things at this point that are closed are the places that we are in the process of leasing to a new operator or rebuilding the space for a new operator. In particular, though, if you haven't been at the airport this fall, we have a couple of great new food options that have opened in the last couple of months. 
We have doubled the number of Chick-fil-A's we have at the airport. So we have a new Chick-fil-A in Terminal E. In Terminal F, we have two new quick service restaurants. We have Cadoba, uh, Mexican food, and we have Wynn Kitchen, which serves banh mi, pho, and other Southeast Asian food. And we also have the Bud Maryland's in Terminal C, which is such a great reflection of the restaurant scene in Philadelphia. And they've recently updated their menu. And the thing that I would flag there is they actually have a Nashville hot chicken sandwich at their airport location that they do not have downtown. So it's a good opportunity to get something a little special and different at the airport. If you don't want to sit down, if you want to just bring food with you on the flight, we do have the opportunity to order ahead through order at phl.com or the Grab app for many of our restaurants and quick service locations. And you can just grab the food on your way to your flight. And we also have a few new things on the retail side as well. So one of the locations that just opened in the last month, I think, in the BC Connector is Lily Palmer. Lily Palmer is perfect, especially over the holidays when you maybe are looking to bring a gift with you wherever you're traveling to, or may have just arrived and want flowers to bring to your host. They have gorgeous fresh flowers, but they also have candles and other perfect host gifts. That's an excellent shop. So clearly it sounds like if you're hungry at the airport, we'll have some place for even the most discriminating of passengers. So that's good. But is there anything else? What, what other cool programs or experiences might they experience? So, you know, we've taken the last couple of years to really figure out some of the amenities that we could have in place that, that our passengers have just started to ask for, been asking for for a while. So one of the, the types of people that you might run into in the airport as you navigate your way through are our volunteer navigators. You'll recognize them because they're wearing bright blue vests and they may be wandering around or they may be stationed at our information desks. But they are available to answer any questions that you have about finding your way through the airport, make any sort of recommendations on places to eat or places to shop, and just in general, help you find the thing that you're trying to do with your time at the airport. A little less vocal, but just as warm and, and fuzzier is our Wagging Tails Brigade program. So we have therapy dogs who visit the airport as well and walk around finding passengers who maybe are looking for a little bit of extra attention and support and are looking to engage with a very, very sweet dog. If you can't find one of the navigators in the part of the airport that you're in, we also have our virtual kiosk program. There's a couple of monitors at our information desks out in A-West and in Terminal C, where you can actually start a live video chat with one of our navigators who just isn't standing at that exact spot. You can also call up this video chat via QR codes that we have placed on signs throughout the airport. And no matter where you are or what time it is, you can start a live video chat with one of our assistants who can help you find your way around. One other thing that I want to highlight for people who, who maybe want some extra support as they make their way through the airport is we launched a partnership with a company called Sky Squad, who provide airport assistance. So you can book with SkySquad for a charge, of course, at least 24 hours in advance, and they will have one of their airport assistants meet you to help you and be an extra set of helping hands to juggle your luggage, juggle your family, or not literally juggle your family, but, you know, help support your family. And they will help you with carrier bags. They'll help you with navigation, and they will just basically be that extra support you need or a family member needs as they make their way through the airport. The final thing that I want to highlight is that for close to 25 years, Philadelphia International Airport has had its own Art at the Airport program. And in addition to the tens of exhibits that you're going to find featuring local artists throughout the terminals, a few months ago, we launched our PHL Art Puzzle Challenge. 
So guests that have a little bit of extra time can scan the QR code to get started for the art puzzle challenge. And then they have to solve a few puzzling questions about four current exhibitions. If you solve all four, a gift of six artist made pins arrives in your mailbox. Talk about creativity and uh, looking out for our customers. So, wow, we really have a lot going on here. And, but physically there's been a few changes around the airport, especially for those who have not traveled in a little while. Can you tell me a little bit about that? One of the things that is such a priority, Keith, I think for you and for a number of members of our team is that we are in the process of renovating all of the restrooms at PHL. And we've opened a couple of newly renovated locations in the last couple of months. So if you're coming through the airport, you're going to find new restrooms in Terminal A West across from A14 and A15. You'll find new restrooms in our BC Food Connector. And I think by Thanksgiving, Keith, we may also have new restrooms at the top of Terminal C. So at the BC Food Connector restrooms in particular, you know, they've got a hand wash station outside of the restrooms if you're just looking to clean up a little bit before you're eating. But we also have a lactation suite for new mothers who are looking for someplace private to pump and to do whatever they need to do for their children as they travel through the airport. The other thing that I will note is that because we are in the process of renovating all of our restrooms, some of our restrooms will be under construction when you come through over Thanksgiving or Christmas. But each of these locations does have a sign telling you where the closest restroom is. So it's really easy to find the next closest location. Customer convenience is very important to us for sure. Where are people traveling these days? You know, especially uh, internationally. We've seen a lot of people coming back. What are some of the hot destinations? One of the things that, that actually started early in the pandemic and is still true today is that we have more seats going to Mexico and the Caribbean than we did before the pandemic. So if you're looking to go to Cancun, if you're looking to go to Montego Bay, there are plenty of options available to you. Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier as well, but we've seen a really significant uptick in our transatlantic options in 2022. In particular, with the strength of the dollar right now, we're seeing a lot of Americans who are really interested in going over to Europe. Throughout this winter, you can still fly to London, France, Frankfurt, Zurich, Amsterdam, Rome, and Dublin. So plenty of options for people who are looking to go across the ocean. I would also be, I think, remiss if I didn't note that Florida is always wildly popular out of Philadelphia. Then we have nine different destinations that you can get to in December on five different carriers. We certainly offer opportunities to travel for all of our customers pretty much anywhere they want to go. And of course, let's not forget in 2026, the World Cup will be coming into Philadelphia. So that's going to open up a whole nother segment of travel for us. And that's very exciting. You don't even have to wait for 2026. We actually have a direct flight to Doha on Qatar Airways. So if over Thanksgiving, you're looking to go to the group stage of the World Cup, you can come to PHL, watch a game at one of our sports bars, and then get on the direct flight to Doha and catch a game over there if you were lucky enough to get tickets. Kate, thank you very much for uh, joining me today. But unfortunately, we're running out of time for this episode. To stay up to date on all the latest happenings at PHL ahead of your uh, holiday travel, please visit our website at phl.org newsroom. I'm Keith Bruni, and thank you for listening.